0: Uh, who was being charged with a der, uh,
1: derber? A derber? A derber? B-ber? A derber murder? Oh my god! <laughs> there was <laughs> that SNL skit. What's oh my god?
0: Derber murder? No,
1: have you ever watched um my ass 30, Thirty Rock where they're like the rural juror?
0: The rural the- juror. The- 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 To the future, the past, reality, back to life, (laughs) pod lab. Oh, yeah, that's where we are. Hey, yeah,
1: we're in the back to the pod lab, back to recording this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was beautiful. I loved it. Thanks. I know.
1: Send me a (laughs) Grammy right now, right
0: now, Oscar worthy.
1: You Grammy. Music. <laughs> uh, I think if you do like the soundtrack or for the movie or something, or oh, okay. score.
0: Well, that could be Most our score. Most original score or something, I don't know. That could be our score. We just make it our theme song now. Yeah,
1: never <laughs> That's just, yeah, that was terrible. We're not going to do that. Okay, well, I tried. Anyway, here we are. We're back in the pod lab. Yeah. This is a, uh, why don't you um start, okay, yeah. I guess we're just going to just go right in. So what made you so curious about, this
0: bitch ass hoe yeah <laughs> i'd heard about him before i hadn't really looked into him i knew there was a book floating around out there that he had basically written um it's not in publication anymore it's being sold online for upwards of 100 to 200 something dollars mm. don't pay that for this i'll tell you right now i got a hold of the book thanks to my niece um no no i'm gonna recommend probably don't read that <laughs>
1: It's, I, uh, yeah, gruesome. I haven't even read it, but
0: I'm going to go ahead and agree. Yep. I, uh, this one was rough because, oh my God, I didn't know how far into detail I should go and still be respectful to the victims and still tell his story because his childhood was crazy. Not saying that makes it okay yeah. for all the crazy, horrible shit he did, but I just thought. We could talk about this horrible, horrible man, Pee Wee Gaskin. Speaking of bullshit <laughs> growing up, did
1: you see today that the Parkland shooter got life in prison? No. They were going for the death penalty, and the jury could not be unanimous in granting him that. So they so gave him life a parole. Wow. Oh. He only confessed to murdering 17 fucking people. Right.
0: But that's just... And then
1: the, I guess like his attorneys blamed his growing up.
0: Oh, okay. Which, well.
1: I mean, who hasn't
0: ever always use that every serial killer i mean look uses at that, oprah
1: so. is not a serial killer okay. so first not oprah we well, you know i'm saying like oprah grew up getting like raped all the time and oh she i know i know her ass that's what I'm beat, saying. but they, she's not a serial killer exactly that's what i'm so saying they I, always
0: try to use that excuse but you can still not be a shit bag piece of shit human when you grow up you know what i'm yeah. saying like that guy should that. he
1: should have gotten death
0: yes so should have this guy we're gonna talk oh, about God. this bitch here all right Yeah, he's just as crazy with his arrest record as uh, BBB was. Mm. Mm -mm. All right, right, well, why don't you just go ahead and say the name? Okay, today we are going to be talking about Donald Henry Pee-wee Gaskins. All right, trigger warning up front. It's all horrible, every single bit of it. I'm very sorry if you're offended, if you feel like you need to skip this one. I get it. A lot of people ask for this, but here we go gaskins was born on march 31st in 1933 in florence county south carolina oh god yep <laughs> his real name was technically donald henry Parrott, which was his mother's last name uh, but he believed his whole life that he was named after his father who was not around so the last name gaskins as a matter of fact he didn't even learn his own name was Parrott until he was in court at the age of 13 we'll get into that a little bit later yeah, I think I saw
1: something like I thought he thought his name was actually Pee Wee.
0: You know what? I've seen that, but this is this is what he said. Oh. By the way, this book <laughs> watch was out, like, fucking. <laughs> I know, hundred percent truth over here. Oh, right, exactly. Yeah. Well, this is called the book was called the Final Truth. Okay, well, fuck you. How about right. that? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your truth, homie. I feel that. So, this book basically he did a bunch of interviews with the author. They recorded everything that he said, so it's word for word from him. Ugh. Uh, he asked that it not be released until after he was killed, because <laughs> he was done for, uh, and he read parts of it as it was being written, so it's mm-hmm. all him. Whether or not all this is true, I don't know, but this is his point of view. His nickname, Wee, as he said, came in when he was an adult due to his short stature, coming in at only five foot four. That's my height. Yeah, he was a little pocket, uh, pocket-sized douche canoe, so... <laughs> Not you, though. You're a beautiful Polly Pocket. And this is a literal
1: (laughs) human pile of shit.
0: Literally. So he liked to tinker and take things apart and find out how they work, and eventually growing into working on cars, and um, by all accounts, he was a pretty good mechanic. Do you know who else liked to take things and put them together? Howard Hughes. Do you know
1: who wasn't a serial killer? Howard Howard Hughes. Hughes. Do you know who
0: was the shit? Howard Howard Hughes. Hughes. (laughs) His mother had a gaggle of children, all from different men, and she never married any of them gaskins was basically doomed from birth he had everything working against him and i'm not trying to make excuses for him again but this kid was born into a shit family in a shit situation in the backwoods of south carolina and they were dirt poor his mother's boyfriends would beat him and tease him and his mother was basically just a bystander and didn't give a shit well then <sighs> his social interactions outside of his home were awful just like that oh at God. his home it- So he basically was like made it seem normal. Him and his friends, when they would hang out, they would go to this abandoned house in town that they called their hangout. Oh, God. Uh, They would basically jerk off, hang out, circle jerk. Yep. Wow, spring uh, awakening. (laughs) Yeah. And they would assault the younger boys that would hang around.
1: By the way, I don't know if we've ever said it before, but I laugh when... I think you laugh, too, when we're uncomfortable.
0: It's not... I'm just
1: like, I don't fucking...
0: I get so... don't yeah. no,
1: no no disrespect, but I mean, I'm sure there's going to be parts where we're going to try to have to... We might have to come come back up to a level that's... I, I mean, I don't...
0: It's so bad. Yeah. It's, it's, and I do laugh when I get nervous. It's a horrible, horrible thing. I hate it.
1: <laughs> As you're I didn't right know. now. I <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. Was like, circle
0: jerking in the fucking woods. Oh, my God. The boys uh, consisted of Gaskins, his friend Danny, and Marsh. They got into stealing and robbing houses in the area. This was after one of the boy's fathers, Danny, uh, said that if they got him items, he would fence them, basically sell them for them, uh, and keep their money safe in his home. So they begin, this is so stupid, calling themselves the Trouble Threesome. What the fuck? Yeah, such a hardcore game. Oh my god. And they were actually making good money, and they would uh, go into Charleston and buy sex workers at the age of, I don't know, 12, 13 at this point. (sighs) What? Yeah. Uh, Marsh, though, he decided that wasn't good enough and decided that they needed a virgin. So the other boys agreed, and they started hatching a plan. And that plan was to bring back Marsh's little sister, who was 13 years old, to their hideout and assault her.
1: Who the fuck thinks of these things?
0: With your own sister. It's, I'm telling you, when I was reading this, I had to keep taking breaks. It was so bad. I just don't
1: understand, like, that, because what was I doing when I was 13? Playing (sighs) Super Mario? Yeah, like... like normal things like i don't know i would never i don't even think i knew what stuff like that was no not at that age
0: i don't uh, i guess when mm -mm. it's awful so they all took turns and on the way home they basically bribed her with money and other things to get her to stop crying and not snitch on them thankfully she did snitch though and her mama Mm. was pissed she got a family friend and they went to a marsh and gaskins strung them up in a barn by their heels and beat the shit out of them
1: fucking good
0: uh when they she went to danny's should, probably should
1: have killed him well yeah they we'll thought have... he
0: one of the boys said that they thought if he went home that his mom was gonna kill him so he was very terrified oh well wish she did yeah i wish yeah same uh but they went to danny's house next and their da- his dad was waiting with the gun and he was like if you come near my son i'm gonna shoot you so he got no repercussions from this and his dad decided, since there was probably going to be charges, they would just move away. And Marsh ran away, scared that his mom was going to kill him for raping his sister. So, everyone believes that he kind of took off with Danny and his dad. And Wait, Marsh took off
1: with Danny, or Pee Wee took off with Danny?
0: Pee Wee still with his mom. He stayed. They, Danny and Danny and his moved. His dad moved away, and then Marsh wow. was believed to run how, away. How convenient, with them. just
1: to be like, oh, let's just move away from yeah. this crime.
0: And the police didn't. Nope. I guess they never reported it. I don't know exactly. Uh, I guess they just thought beating the shit out of them would do it. And it didn't. I'm going to tell you right now. So Gaskins started working at a car shop uh, when he met a man named Walt who was selling and fencing products uh, as Danny and uh, his dad did for them. So Gaskins agreed to start working with him even though the pay was lower. But now when the boys would rob places, they had a role. They would never hit houses in their area. People that they knew. Mm-hmm. Well, this little dumbass decided to go to a family's home that was friends with his family, and he had known they had known each other since the kids mm-hmm. were born. He thought that the family would be out at a funeral, so he thought that was the best time to strike. When this little reject, Oompa Loompa, uh, was forcing his way into the door, as he was trying to get in, the door swung open, and the little girl was standing there with a the hatchet. <laughs> Well, she would have killed him. Uh huh. She recognized him immediately. Again, right? They're Cause friends because they knew him. Yeah. yeah, families knew each other. Mm-hmm. So he took off running like a little paperback ass bitch. Uh, she caught up with him and swung her hatchet at him, and they started to fight. That's when he got the hatchet away from her and he began to swing it at her with the back end, striking her in the head. Oh. At this point, the girl's aunt was in the driveway, or in the doorway, sorry, with her shotgun screaming, so Tiny Dick took off towards the forest line, and she actually shot at him a couple times, but she missed, unfortunately. Oh, man. And he ran home to his mama's house. But they knew who he was, so cops were already waiting for his ass. And that takes us back to where this dingus was in court, finding out his real name for the first time. But the judge sentenced him to the state reformatory until he turned 18. He was 13 at the time. In the reformatory, there was what he called his, the pecker order. I'm sorry, pecker order. So like the top dog versus the new fresh meat. Like a pecking order? Yes, but pecker order. Oh my God. Dude, he's awful. So basically the biggest and the baddest on the block would basically get free reign when whatever fresh meat they wanted. And the boys would be assaulted and swapped between the other bosses on each block. And that's when he met Poss, who was the boss on his block. And Gasman's became his right-hand man. But about after a year, he found out that Poss was planning to trade him to another block boss who wanted him, so Gaskins decided to hatch an escape plan, and he ran while there was visitations going on, because they didn't watch them at all. They just let him out in the yard with their family. Their family could bring them food. His mom would visit him every Sunday.
1: This is like the complete opposite of Eastern State.
0: Yes. Yeah. He just walked right out. Like, what the... But he was cornered in the woods by a chain gang working nearby and uh, he was put in the back of the truck while heading back towards the police chief's house. Gaskins, Gaskins jumped off and ran. Uh. Now, this idiot ran to the only place he could think of, which was, it was his, his hideout. Oh, I was going to say his mom's house. <laughs> yeah. And he fell asleep. But the next morning, he was kicked awake by police who knew he was there because, hello, he only has two places he goes, his mom's or his hideout. Yeah. How old is he roughly around now? He's still 13. because this... Well, no, oh. 14, because this is about a year into oh, his, Okay. Reformatory sense. When he got back he was uh, sentenced to hard labor And isolation for three months Work for them started at 4.30am They would clean offices in the mess hall Wash dishes and then after head out and dig deep Long trenches all day long uh, They were given about 10 minute breaks here and there And when they got back they had to clean again They had to shower They were beaten if they had been written up And mm. then they were given a bucket and sent to their cells at about 10.30 So oh,
1: well, Good for
0: him Yeah, he deserved that. But guess what? He escaped again. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Yeah. During this escape, he met and fell in love with a young woman named Mary, but she refused to marry him unless he went back and finished his sentence and was no longer on the run from the law because she was like, fuck that. Go do your time, then we'll talk about it. Maybe she should have been like, why are you in there? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, I tried to kill a little girl.
0: Yeah, that would have probably been like, I don't even care if you finish your time. Fuck you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have,
0: words. I have words. <clears throat> yeah. But he did go back. He finished his sentence and he was released in 1951. He was 18 years old now and he had a daughter that was just born. What? With Mary. How? This was, well, he had been out for a little bit. So he just had a daughter. Oh. This is. I was like, <clears throat> are there
1: conjugals at this place? What the fuck?
0: Maybe it was pretty fucking. Oh I'm telling God. you, he said his mom fuck would bring that. him like oh fried God. chicken and biscuits for homemade food every dude. <laughs> they didn't give a shit. So like I said, his daughter was just born, and he was working at a tobacco plantation. Uh, That was until 1953. He was working on a car when two girls decided to tease him, and this little bitch never liked anyone teasing him. They basically called him short, and he got pissed off. Well, you're short, so I don't know what to tell you. You're a short little bitch. So he ended up picking up a hammer and striking one of the girls in the head. The other one ran away. She die or? She did not. She survived, thank God, with a fractured skull, but she what? survived. Oh my. Mm, 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 mm.
1: This is one of those people where like the community just needs to like Take out? Yeah.
0: Just take out. Not
1: I don't condone that, but I mean back in this time, that's yeah. that's what you
0: did. That's yeah. what you did. Well, and he I... tried to run, but he was sent back to jail. Oh. This time he was sentenced to six years to be served at the South Carolina State Pen. So this time he was going to actual
1: penitentiary yeah (laughs) wait hold on did i say penitentiary
0: penitentiary i'm just kidding no (laughs) (laughs) it was right i just want to fuck with you uh this is where he committed his first murder he killed who he believed was a top dog uh to be feared and respected for this he got an extra three years tacked onto a sentence now this made his life on the inside much easier everyone he did what he set out to do everyone was terrified of this little little fucking short stack piece of shit yep okay Mary, though, she was fucking pissed. She had stayed yeah, like by a, his side this whole time. Waited for him to get out, mm-hmm. and then you're just
1: going to go right the fuck back? Yeah. Yeah, fuck him, dude.
0: So she was like, "Girl, he, this deuces. is Yeah, fucking get the fuck out, girl. Yes, for real. So thankfully, she made the right decision and left his ass. Uh, that tore him apart. Oh so he escaped yet again in the back of a garbage truck using his newfound pool in the prison. Uh, the guards didn't check the trash cans because they smelled so bad. They just let the other inmates who were on that duty drive out. What the fuck? I- <laughs> and he ran to Florida. This is where he hooked back up with Poss, who was working for the carnival circuit. So he joined the carnival.
1: <laughs> what was he? The short man.
0: He should have been, but he ran like short bitch games. <laughs> At this point, he met the contortionist from the circus and ran off with her. But she screwed him over and set him up in the hotel that they were staying at. She had SWAT come, and they surrounded the place and arrested Holy him again. Holy shit! Fuck yeah, bitch! <laughs> right. Oh, shit! She was only with him for one night and fucked his ass over. Oh it was Oh, my best. God! Fuck yeah! Fucking queen! Right. Contortionist queen. <laughs> this time, he stayed until 1968 when he was released on parole. From there, he moved to Sumter, SC. And he started working uh, with a traveling preacher. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, it's very what, strange.
0: I don't know if the preacher ever asked anything what, about what, his past. I just,
1: like, what the, oh my god! What? <laughs> uh, oh, I just um, okay, okay.
0: Yeah. So they would travel all over South Carolina and preach. They also would sell items that were donated by other followers of the preacher. So basically, it was free money because they were having things donated then selling it. So. Hmm. But greedy ass little bitch, uh, Gaskins, that wasn't enough for him. So he decided to continue moonlighting, robbing houses on the side. He would choose like vacation homes while they were traveling through. Once they would go for the night, he'd return Aren't back and rob houses. Aren't with the preacher,
1: man? Like, why are we doing
0: this? <laughs> no, just Gaskins. The preacher didn't know. No,
1: that's what I'm saying. But isn't yeah. he hanging out with the preacher? Yes. Why are we
0: doing this? I don't know. Because he's an idiot.
1: Because he's a fucking piece of shit.
0: This is when he met and married his second wife. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, she God. was only 17 years old. Her name was Jerry.
1: How old was he roughly around now?
0: Let's see. He was 68. He, he was
1: 18 when he was married. And then he went back in for like six, seven, nine 30s. years. think he's almost 30. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So roughly around
0: there. Mm-hmm. But the money from the preacher and the houses and having a whole new wife wasn't enough for him. So this is when the scumbag decided to assault a 12-year-old girl whose name was Patsy. She was a family friend. So he took her to her house and ordered her to undress. Uh, thankfully, her aunts came home while he was in the act, unfortunately, though. He took her and jumped out of the window of their home and ran to his mom's and then proceeded to hide this little girl in his closet. And then the cops came because the aunts knew he wasn't seen him, And they found her pretty quickly and he was arrested. So he jumped out the window with the girl? Yep. He took her from her house with him. What the... F-
1: oh, my God. Mm-hmm. What the actual shit? I, I know. And um, the aunts didn't
0: do anything? They just let him... Jump out the window well, I think they were coming in. Oh, like in the
1: house. I thought you meant like they went into out. the... No, no. Okay. Like, I thought you meant like they walked in on him.
0: No, that. but I don't understand why he took her. Like he yeah. could have just jumped out. Maybe they wouldn't even seen him. It's very dumb. Because the courts are going to freak out even... Whatever. Anyways. Yeah. Huh. While waiting for his trial to start for his rape charge, Pee-wee jumped out of the window of the courthouse and escaped a la Ted Bundy.
1: I was just about to say, who does that sound like? And How- that, that was it. I'm mm-hmm. going mean, that's where Ted
0: Bundy got it from. I, you know, cause Bundy was seventies and this was in the sixties. So yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I couldn't remember who would come first, but yeah. So as he would say, he was such a lucky fucking man. He found a car with the keys inside of it and stole it, uh, and that's when he ran to his mom's house, grabbed his hidden cash, uh, uh, stash cash, and then took off to North Carolina and search for the carnival.
1: At what point, as a parent, do you not turn your fucking kid in? She
0: didn't give a fuck. She had, oh, I don't that's even know right. kid. I
1: think that's right. She's a piece of shit, too. Yeah. But I'm still just like. But she
0: was there. He said his mom always came and visited him, came for every court date he had. No. Like, your son's a piece of shit, lady. Like,
1: I'm, I don't know. Fuck your I'm kid. Not, I don't know.
0: I turned my kids in. I'm sorry. There's no way I would be letting that shit happen. I couldn't live with myself.
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> so the circuit for the carnival had changed. He didn't know where to find them, so he found a boarding house in South or North Carolina, ditched a stolen car, and used his money to buy a junker. At this point, so he's trying to go back to the carnival where the contortionist set him up. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. She fucking. had a criminal record too, so I think she took off after that. But yeah, that's what a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, fuck him, dude. Mm-hmm. So this is where he found his third wife. Her name was Lenny. She was also 17 to his 30s. So he was a little bit younger, but still not much. 29 at the point where he married uh, the other girls. So. At one point, where did he get
1: divorced? Or did he just have multiple He's wives? Just,
0: yeah. Oh, he says he knows it was illegal. and uh. Yep. <laughs> Gaskins only wanted her for sex. So after a few months, he got bored and just took off. He got in contact with his second wife at this time and convinced her to go with him to Florida. He told her he had a good job, a nice house, and a car after a few days of traveling, she knew that he was lying and demanded to be taken home. <laughs> While driving into Georgia to take her home, he was speeding and a traffic cop tried to pull him over. But since he was on the run from prison, he continued to do just that run. Wow. He lost control of his car and wrecked into a nearby swamp. He climbed out of the win- window, and army called through the swamp, leaving his wife to deal with the cops. Are you- <laughs> Yep. God. He ran all night and morning until he found a train yard and he hopped into a car and went to sleep. And when he woke up the next day, the train had stopped in Savannah. So he hopped out, bought some new clothes. And this time he returned back to the boarding house in North Carolina where his second or third wife was. The lady at the boarding house was surprised to see him. She said she had seen on the news about the crash and everything. And uh, I guess they were thinking he was probably dead. So that was being announced. Hopefully
1: he would have died. That would have been nice.
0: So they thought he was. But uh, he spent this whole lie to his third wife because she knew he was with another girl. She's seen it on the news. So he was like, oh, I was at the VA's office. I was sick. She was my fucking VA. You're
1: not in the military, you piece of shit. Yeah.
0: I don't know why she even. Oh, my well, she pretended to believe it, let's say, because she spent the night with him and ratted him out. So he was arrested the next morning while he was sleeping. Oh, second bitch to get him. (laughs) So back to jail for the third time, Little Bitch Face Pee Wee was finally facing his rape charge for his assault on Patsy. He was sentenced to eight years, and in 1968, after only four of those years, he was such a model inmate, he got a meeting with the warden. And in this meeting, he somehow convinced him to, uh, that he had changed and asked for the warden to recommend him for parole, and then boom, in November, he was paroled. He's already been there multiple times. (laughs) Like, what the, Mm. Mmm. From that point, Pee-wee vowed that he would never go back to jail again. Yeah, okay. Not that he was going to stop being a criminal shitbag, but just he was going to be a better one. In 1969, he was a free man for the first time in a long time and was stripping cars and making pretty good money. Gaskins would get what he would describe as bothersomeness. That's what he would call it. It was like a lead ball rolling around in his gut that would make him lose control. And he would be scared of himself when it would happen, so he would take drives to cool off. He would pick up hitchhikers at this time who he would proposition for sex by offering to drive them and get a room with him. At first, if they refused, he would just kick them out of his car. Those were the lucky ones. Mm. In September of 1969, he committed his first murder outside of prison. Like usual, he was riding around while being a grumpy little bitch when he picked up a woman on her way from Myrtle Beach to Charleston. He did this whole thing where he asked the girl if she wanted to go back and have sex with him. She was probably like, hell fucking no. no. And he got pissed thinking that she was better than him. Because she so was. he decided he was going to kill her. He kept this really long ice pick type blade on him. It was about nine inches as he described it. Every time he talked about it, all I can think about was the angel blade. It just, it's just, I guess, a long, sharp, pointy knife. He pulled over in Georgetown. He got her to get into his trunk, and he promised to let her out if she would just keep quiet. He even stopped to buy a clothing wire at a gas station, and she never made a sound. Unfortunately. <clears throat> one of Gaskin's previous jobs was working with a logging company, so he knew many of the back rows along the coastline, and it was one of these roads that he chose to turn down and get her out of the trunk of the car. Now, this is fucking heinous. He assaulted her, and while doing that, he asked if he could suck her nipple to which she looked very confused he then took his blade pulled her nipple up and cut it off and then made her eat it what yeah it's pretty bad he then tied her to a large log in such a way that she was exposed and he mutilated her um Mm, you know you get into it yeah yep and then he put her still tied to the log in a nearby swamp and watched her sink to the bottom after this first murder, he said, "Anytime that the botherness came back, or bothersomeness, I can't even... Kill yourself, yes. fucker. <laughs> Kill your fucking self, you fucking piece of shit. That's what you should Take do. Take that
1: ice pick to your own fucking neck and die. Yep.
0: But anytime the bothersomeness would come back up, he knowed what he had to do. He continued this spree of sorts with random hitchhikers, which he labeled as his coastal kills. I hope <clears> you can <throat> fill my uh, air quotes with that. According to him, he would pick up and murder hitchhikers every about six weeks, and that would include... Uh, for that year, he included ten victims, which he claimed he tortured in various ways before sinking them in a swamp. Ugh. Now, I will say that none of these kills were ever confirmed. A lot of people <clears throat> believe he exaggerated all these. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of back roads, like yeah, and swamp areas, and it could yeah. be true.
1: It would, but that one girl was the first girl was confirmed, though.
0: Yes. Yep. Oh. Okay. So now we're going to talk about his, to him, serious kills. These were people that he knew. The hitchhikers, he always said he never bothered to know them, never learned their names, didn't know anything about them. Again, never confirmed. Mm-hmm. So the first serious kill, as he says, was Janice Kirby, who was 15, and Patricia Ann Osbrook, who was only 17. Janice was Pee-wee's own fucking niece. Oh, Uh, he had actually lived with his sisters at times so he grew up with her like she grew up with him so she felt comfortable it was her uncle Mm -hmm. one night a car full of girls pulled up next to Pee Wee and asked for help Janice and Patricia had gotten drunk and they needed help sobering up so he took them back to his tenant house a place where he previously stayed this was just something he kept going back to it was abandoned no one was renting it so he knew this was his spot Mm -hmm. he tried to assault his niece uh, Patricia said, fuck you, and then hit him very hard in the back of the head with a two-by-four, actually knocking him out. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that only lasted for a couple minutes. He mm-hmm. woke up and realized they had ran. He took off after them. He got them back to the house. Both mm-hmm. girls put up a hell of a fight, and this little bitch nugget couldn't hack it, so he decided that he just needed to kill them.
1: Oh,
0: damn. He struck both girls with his pistol, pistol-whipping them, uh, he said after the blow to Janice, it looked like she wasn't going to make it. She said He said she was convulsing and stuff. It's awful, horrible. That's his own niece. I Yeah, but how do you? So he took Patricia, and he put her in a septic tank of a nearby home. Uh, he went back to his house and found Janice uh, already dead. So he took her out behind his barn and buried her. He was actually questioned because uh, he was the last person seen with these girls, and he just told them that the girls ran off with two boys because they hated their town, and the cops were just like, checks out cool Uh, (laughs) cool okay he lied to his family obviously this whole time um and he even said they wouldn't know the truth until this book was released (sighs) his next one was Peggy Cutanino. she was 13 it was December in 1970 when Peggy's body was found she was found out in the open and had burns on her that police believed were cigarette burns her father was a local politician and a very prominent man and as you can imagine there was very heavy pressure for them to solve this case
1: Gaskins
0: had an alibi for being in Charleston for the whole weekend that she was murdered. William Jr. Pierce was charged and convicted for her murder. Now, in his book, Pee Wee says Jr. did not do it. It was him. Basically, he had set up his alibi, went to her house, kidnapped her at gunpoint, took her back to his tenant house, did his thing. Right. And he said he left her out in the open because her father was prominent and he wanted... I don't even know. Recognition I, story, I, don't, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Makes Basically, no fucking sense. he was pissed because she walked by him. He knew her because of her father being a politician. And he said, Hi, Peggy. And one of her friends said, Who was that? And she said, White trash, obviously. Well, I mean, she's not wrong. She's not. But it pissed him off. Now, again, the police say... They are 100% sure they put the right guy away from it. It doesn't really fit his MO. Mm-hmm. He hides all the evidence. He doesn't. He, in a swamp or berry, there's nothing else. Mm. So I don't know about that one. A lot of people believe he took it to have such a publicized case under his belt. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. A lot of them do that. In 1971, he went back to Sumper and got married again, somehow, and had his second child, who they named uh, Donald Jr., He was still stripping cars and working for a used car lot, attempting, uh, according to him, he still kept up his coastal kills as usual in this year, and his victim count was 11. His next murder was that of Martha Ann Dix, a.k.a. Clyde. She went by Clyde. She was 20. Uh, She was openly gay. Gaskin said she came around the used car lot the way he worked at a lot. And as much as he tries to say that he didn't kill her because she was gay or black, the way he talks about her says otherwise. Mm. And the fact that he talked about attending Klan meetings, he was so persistent to say he didn't murder her because she was black or les- lesbianese, as he called it. He was a horrible what person. The f- oh, <clears throat> he used a lot of slang terms, too. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say. Right. He said that he killed Clyde because she was a goddamn loudmouth liar and was made the mistake of telling her lies on him and thinking it was funny. So, basically, she was just a jokester. She would pick on everyone around them, kind of like me. I'm a smartass. I do that, too. I would have made fun of Pee-wee, too, probably, if I was around him. Yeah. Uh, So, she made fun of him. It pissed him off. Uh, He basically asked her to stop, and she basically said a smartass remark to him, walked away, went on a vacation. So, he was like, oh, maybe she's gone. She decided to come back around. At this point, she was saying she was pregnant with a little Pee-wee Gaskins and making jokes just to fuck with him because he'd get so angry, and it was funny to her. So he asked her to stay late so he could talk to her again. Uh, Once they were staying, he basically offered her her pills for sexual favors, so they drove back to his tenant house. This is where he tied her up and then forced her to take a whole bottle of pills and then took her to a nearby farm with deep drainage ditches, weighed her down, and uh, put her in the So when she was pregnant. She was not. She was just making oh. jokes because he would freak out because she was black and she would be like, oh, I'm having a little peewee. And he was a racist fuck, even though he tries yeah. to say he wasn't. No, he's definitely a fucking oh, racist God. piece of shit. He. Yes.
1: <laughs> racist. Sick. Just every fucking. Everything. Yeah. He's
0: just a horrible person. Every bit of it. In 72, he moved with his family to Charleston as he was afraid the law was closing in on him. <clears throat> Now, these next two murders also were never confirmed or never found to have even existed. Mm. But he included them. So I'm going to say just in case they were real and they missed it somehow. I I don't know. But Pee-wee said he was working with this man named Eddie selling stolen guns. Eddie was caught by the feds and went to jail. When he got out, he called Pee-wee and asked for help selling guns to make some fast cash for a lawyer. Gaskins agreed, even though he really planned to kill him, as he figured he would snitch and the feds would come for him because he was... Uh, basically altering these guns to make them automatic guns Mm. and stealing military weapons. That's why they were caught. (sighs) So he asked him to meet him on a highway in Sumter. Once uh, Pee-wee pulled up, he hopped in Eddie's car and directed him to his tenant house. He told him that the guns were in the barn, and as they walked, Pee-wee grabbed an assault rifle he had hidden uh, behind the door and opened fire. He He emptied almost the whole clip into Eddie, killing him on the spot. Only a few hit Bertie, his wife, who was there as well, he then took them out to a Pareto grave and he then slit um Betty's or Bertie's throat to make sure that she was dead. And then he buried them together. The police investigated this. Like I said, no names of those people were ever found. So I don't know. Mm. Um That was kind of his mo. I'm just going to say right now, he basically any girls, he assaults them, mm-hmm. slits her throat, buries them. <sighs> In July of that same year, someone burned down his house. Ha ha. Fuck you, bitch. Uh, So that made him have to move back towards Sumter and they ended up in an apartment in a small town named Prospect. Have you ever heard of that? I don't think so. No, I've never. Never heard of it mm, either. I've heard of Sumter, but. Yes. This is around the time where he bought a a hearse from a neighbor. He had a custom sign made for it in the back window that read, we haul anything, living or dead. And when people asked him, hey, Pee Wee, why are you driving around that hearse? He would say, I kill so many people that I need to haul them all to my private cemetery. They would laugh. Who the
1: fuck would laugh at that? They would
0: just laugh and be like, "Ha ha! All silly peewee! Like, ha! Oh my god!" Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, "No, no! Fuck you! Fuck you! you. I'm no. calling the cops! What Get the fuck? Away from me. Who, who jokes like that? A fucking psycho who's yeah. actually killing people. That's who. Literally.
1: <laughs> How did like nobody know his record this whole time? I don't know. Or I don't.
0: <sighs> they all. It's a small ass town that he's living. Yeah, in, clearly. Right. Yeah. I don't understand.
1: And he's been on the news. Mm
0: -hmm. For other shit running from the wall. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't either. And Pee Wee himself said he had never actually killed anyone while driving the hearse until December of 73. Hmm. This one is the worst one. This is the one that almost made me throw up. I had to stop reading it. I just, I smoked so many cigarettes. (laughs) I was so stressed. So his next victims were Doreen Dempsey, who was 23. She was also seven months pregnant and her daughter, Robin Michelle Dempsey, who was two. Mm-hmm. So Pee Wee knew Doreen from his carnival days, and she would stay with him from time to time when her mother would kick her out. Uh, she came to him when she was seven months pregnant and needing somewhere to stay. He asked her to come out and talk to him where his wife couldn't hear, and he told her he didn't have enough room in their tiny apartment there, but he did have a trailer where she could stay rent-free and even offer her money from time to time for sexual favors. She agreed. Obviously, she was in Desperate. some hard ways, yeah. yeah. So he told his wife that he was taking them to the bus station for them to go back home to Charleston. He then drove them down some old back road and did horrible, vile things I wish I never read and could stab my eyes out over, and I'm not going to tell you about it. But I guess you can kind of guess what happened. Uh, no one ever questioned him about them. No one ever, I guess, reported these two missing, a pregnant 23-year-old and her 2-year-old daughter. What the no one ever questioned it.
1: Not even like her family. I guess Nothing. not. What the? Fuck?
0: I know that it said he said that her and her family had rough patches. She, mm. so I don't know. Maybe they just. I think she had been in drugs one point. So I think maybe they kind of just thought. She, but her two year old too. Like, but I, mean,
1: was this one confirmed or? Yes. Oh, yeah,
0: Yep. Yeah. It's bad his next victims were jesse ruth judy who was 22 and johnny sellers 36 jesse was married to james one of gaskin's connections jesse left james for johnny who uh, was also a connection of Wee's, and he just kept working with both men jesse was a drug addict who owed peewee a thousand dollars so Wee hatched a plan to steal a co-worker's boat uh, all three of them hitched it up and drove it out to a buyer that james knew once peewee once they were there Wee asked johnny to help him unhitch his boat while doing that, he told Johnny he knew a place nearby that they could rob real quick. Johnny agreed, and then on a back row, Pee-wee pulled out his gun and ordered Johnny out of the car. He, of course, begged for his life, and that's when, and of course, when that didn't work, he just tried to run. But Pee-wee fired a shot, and he dropped. Pee-wee left him there and went back for Jesse, saying that Johnny was waiting for them to pick him up. While walking to the woods where Johnny laid, he stabbed her in the back. He buried them both in the same grave, repainted and sold their truck. And if anyone asked about them, he would just say, they probably moved out west for good, and then no one—no one did
1: anything. I questioned
0: it. <sighs> wow. His next victim was Horace Jones, who was forty. Horace was one of Pee Wee's connections for stolen cars, and he was a con man who made a living from scamming older women. Which, fuck you, but still don't deserve what happened. He was staying at Pee Wee's house for a bit, and while Pee Wee was out on a fencing run, Horace tried to sleep with Pee Wee's wife. When Pee-Wee found out, he found a spot, dug a grave, told Horace that he knew two old ladies ripe for scamming. The two set off. Once on the road, he stopped, ordered Horace out of his car, at gunpoint, of course, then made him walk to the grave and sit in it, and then Pee-Wee shot him two times in the chest and once in the head, then buried him. In the fall of 74, his wife and him decided to give their son to his other daughter to raise with her children. So
1: the daughter was the first wife.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. And the two split. He then bought a trailer near his daughter. Uh, He only committed his coastal crimes in this year. But in 1975, as he put it, it was my busiest and killingest year. And before it was over, it was my worst year. Pee Wee was hired by an acquaintance to kill someone for a friend of a friend. So somebody
1: knows he's out (laughs) here killing people.
0: They knew to go to him. I mean, if anything, they knew about his prison kill, for sure, because he was always bragging about him making his bones, as he called it. Uh, (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. They approached him at a Sam's Club and was like, yo, can you come out and talk to me? And they propositioned him, offering him $1,000. Okay. Basically, it was this woman named Susan Kemper, and she wanted her uh, previous boyfriend, Silas, dead. See, she was his mistress, and he had bought her a trailer with land and a car, and when they broke up, he took everything, and she was pissed. So Pee-wee agreed, but wanted $1,500, which they gladly gave him. He called a friend, Diane, to be his bait, and he offered her some money for it. All she knew is that she was luring some guy out of his house for Pee-wee, and on February 13th, they parked near Yates' home. She walked up and knocked on the door, told him she was having car trouble, and asked if he could help. When they reached the car, Pee-wee jumped out from behind with his gun. He drove him to a pre-dug grave where the go-between was waiting. Once he had the money, he put Yates near his grave and then stabbed him in his chest, slit his throat, and buried him.
1: Now, was this ex-girlfriend ever charged for... Nope. For hiring him to kill him?
0: Nope. I left most of the rest of that out, but there was a lot of skeezy dealings involved and no one ever said anything because the two people who were the go-between between between him and her were there and helped him bury the body. (laughs) His next victims were Avery Howard, 35, and Diane Bellamy Neely, 29. Now, Diane was the same girl who I just talked about who he used for bait. She came to Pee Wee one night and told him that she had seen the news of Yates' disappearance and she told her lover Avery... That, that was the guy that she lured out for uh, Gaskins. Well, what did she think was happening? I don't know. I uh, don't know. Like, why yeah. do you think Pee-wee's skeezy fucking ass has you luring someone out of a house yeah. at, like, 12 o'clock at night? Like, Yeah. Whew. When she told Avery what happened, he said that the $300 bucks pee wee gave her was not enough, and he was pissed. Because he knew that Yates was rich, and he felt that Pee-wee should paid her more. So, they told Pee Wee that they wanted $5,000 or they were snitching him out. They made plans to all meet up at 11 the next night. He took them down a dirt road and told them that he had buried his money out here, and they just kept walking. Once they were out of the car and walking to his hiding spot, he shot them both in the back of the head and buried him, and then took their car, repainted it, and sold it.
1: Why are you going to try to blackmail the guy you know who just killed somebody? Right.
0: Yes. <laughs> like, obviously, the dude's missing. He's probably dead. dead. Yeah. And you're gonna go down a dirt road. I don't
1: mean I'm not yeah. trying to victim blame, but no. I mean
0: still like like yes, it's common sense. This guy and I mean just the jokes, there are so many things that people should have been like, red flag, red flag, don't fucking talk to this dude, like but yes, I mean it's not their fault, but don't try to bribe someone who you think is a murderer. I'm just don't do that. His next victim was Kim Gelkins. She was thirteen. Aww. She was one of the, neighborhood, the kids in his neighborhood, and he talked her into going with him to visit her daughter and grandchildren, and I don't know where her parents was, but she agreed, showed up at his house with a knapsack. He never asked if her parents said she could go. I don't know what happened with that, but she did take off with him. Uh, he drove her to his trailer that was near his daughter's trailer. He assaulted her, and then, you know, the rest... Everyone was asking questions when she disappeared, of course, and he figured he needed to lay low, so he took off to Georgia and ran into cabin. His next victims were Dennis Bellamy, who was 27, and John Henry Knight, who was 15. After a while, he returned to Charleston, thinking that the heat had died down, but not fully convinced. So, he didn't return to his home. Instead, he went to his garage that he kept off to the side for his stolen cars where he had a cot.
1: Yeah, where he keeps repainting them and selling them. Yeah. people. He, then he's that's fucking killing. Thing.
0: He has so many properties. I I don't understand. But, I mean, I guess if you're stealing and selling Selling cars. You, Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Once he got there, he realized that he had been robbed. He believed it was Dennis Bellamy who was Diane's brother. Dennis and John had worked at the shop with together a few times and his friend Walter got in touch with uh, the guys who said that they heard the law was looking for Pee Wee and they took all of his stuff to hide it until he was ready. Of course, Pee Wee knew that was bullshit. They were really just robbing him and holding on to it to see what would happen if he went to jail or not. So he set them up, he told them to meet him at his trailer near his daughters with all of his stuff and that he would pay them for it. He then shot them both in the back of the head in front of Walter who he thought he could trust and Walter helped him bury the bodies. What the fuck? Walter even took the shoes from the 15-year-old. Yep. (sighs) But Pee-wee was finally arrested for his final time on November 14th in 1975. And this was only after the fact that Walter Neely confessed to the police that he had knowledge of Pee-wee's killing Dennis and Johnny. Walter told the police that Gaskins had confided in him about killing several other people who were on their missing persons list. And on December 4th, Walter led them to some land near Gaskins' home in Prospect where they uncovered eight bodies.
1: Holy fuck.
0: Now this makes no fucking sense to me because he was only charged with one count of murder.
1: Are you fucking serious?
0: Makes no sense. Eight fucking
1: bodies! Eight bodies
0: plus the other two that were buried out in the woods that Walter told them about. I don't get it so he was charged with one count on May 24th in 1976 and found guilty on the 28th he was only or he was sentenced to death but it was later commuted to life in prison because of the stupid reform that they fucking did where a lot of people had their sentences overturned because it was inhumane mm. not for this fucker this fucker should have been burned alive yeah, I don't, he the should worst have been like had murder. the
1: worst fucking execution yes. in existence he have is a have pedophile
0: to- piece of shit Gaskins did get one more murder in, and this is what many believed earned him the title of the meanest man in America. I have never heard of that,
1: so sorry, yeah, you fuckboy Pee-wee Gaskins, that you're not. You're also, a tiny piece of shit. Yeah, Give you're fuck. a little tiny. Fuck you. You probably made piece half this shit. shit up to try and s- fuck you. Yeah. Just fuck you. You piece of shit. Burn in Rest hell. Rest in hell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whew, all right. So his final murder was of Rudolph Tyner, who was 23. He was a fellow inmate on death row, uh, and his charge was that of double murder. Tyner was trying to appeal his death sentence after being charged with robbing a Rosenlit gas station and killing the owners who were Bill and Myrtle Moon. Gaskins was hired by Moon's son, Tony, to kill Rudolph for $2,000. Some fucking how, Gaskins got a hold of plastic explosives with a blasting cap long wires, and a radio speaker. In jail? Don't know. Don't understand. In uh, the penitentiary, because that's where he is again. <laughs> what? Yep. How? I don't know. Oh, what it the, makes, what makes is the makes actual fuck? Like, fuck. Huh. He then used these to make a bomb that looked like a speaker, and he told Rudolph that they would use it to talk back and forth. So when Rudolph put it to his ear to test it, Pee-wee plugged it in, and it detonated it, and he died. Did they charge him with that murder? Yes. So after this, he was tried and sentenced for the death of this murder, and uh, he was also the first ever white man sentenced to death for the murder of a black man. Just shows the times. Yeah. God. (sighs) While waiting on death row, he confessed to having committed between 100 to 110 murders. Probably exaggerated because he's a piece of shit. Even so, if some of these are made up, it's fucking awful that he imagined these things. I... mm, it wouldn't sur- it wouldn't <clears throat> surprise me if some of
1: these were just made up because they never found anything. I mean, I, that's what I hope. I would I hope too. What we
0: don't, but I mean, especially the coastal kills. If he was doing them for those many years and doing them that often, how would no one? So how could they be unconfirmed? No one reported anything like the whole time. All the murders, bullshit. But finally, this bitch was fried in the chair on September sixth, nineteen ninety one, which feels way too close. Yeah. <laughs> At 1.10 a.m. This came just a few short hours after he tried to off himself by slitting his wrist. And his last words were, I'll let my lawyers talk for me. I'm ready to go. Bye, bitch.
1: Why wow, you couldn't even. So you tried to kill yourself because you're a
0: fucking bitch? Yep. He's Take a fucking the piece chair, of shit. bitch. Mind Fuck you, you. This whole time when he was a, like, there was other times where he was arrested and he would try to get out of it and would basically be like, oh, I have a body here. If you give oh, me a yeah, lighter sentence. To, yeah. Yes awful just an awful horrible piece of shit yeah fuck you dude <sighs> i'm glad that he is dead as fuck i hope he's I resting in peace he would have got
1: killed from the beginning
0: yeah yeah there's so
1: many times that somebody could have killed him and they either
0: didn't missed or yeah oh there was also i seen in other things he didn't ever mentioned it but a lot of people said that when he was 1 year old he drank kerosene and it caused him to have like seizures here and there for a few years well, and his mom just kinda let him go not saying that you know yeah I can't even think of the word I'm so this whole yeah, thing yeah, yeah. god bless it was bad dude <laughs> I well he's fucking whew. dead yeah
1: if the police probably did their job sooner there probably would have been less
0: victims for but... sure I can't even believe how many times he escaped and yeah was just free what the fuck yeah it's really that's crazy to me they're like oh you know you have different multiple like Assault, rape, whatever. Oh, just and go live And not free. just
1: rape, raping fucking children. Children,
0: yep. I I don't get it. I don't know if it was because of the backwoods of it all. Like, they all knew each other and it was like, you know, small town boy bullshit. Or, like, they just didn't give a shit. I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. That's fucking nuts. Yep. Yeah, but he's dead. Bye, bitch. I'm glad. Yeah, I hope he I stubs know. his I, toe yeah. in hell every day.
1: Dude, I know I had heard of him a few times, but like I never fucking knew all that.
0: I had no idea, and I'm telling you, it is so much worse in the book. I was ready to gouge my eyes out at some point. I almost got sick. Are well, you gonna
1: get rid of it? Um, yep. I would. I'm giving it I, back to
0: Ashley. Thank you so much for letting me read it for this case. A lot of people asked. Yeah, for it, I wouldn't even. Fuck I you I for would letting not. me read that. There is that. no
1: fucking way I want that. Don't that energy in my fucking. House. I gave
0: you. Most of it, you don't need to read it. You're I fine. will not. Yes, I don't want that. No one Negative. Else.
1: Fucking. Fuck Listen to me, energy. people.
0: Do not. I, don't, do I not. don't give a
1: flying fuck what his final truth is. So yeah. fuck you. Fuck you. I, they need to burn every fucking copy yep. and never want that. To me.
0: <sighs> yeah, rough read, rough time, rough everything. Sorry, everyone, but a lot of people wanted it, so I gave it to you. I still don't understand how he's so, like not well-known like other people he's just as bad if not worse than bundy and everyone else like i don't get it and like i've seen so many things where it's like oh you know the serial killer of this state it's never gaskins i'm like hello does no one know about this man he was fucking awful like holy shit Whew. okay well that was a ride hey, i'm sorry you're no, wrong. i'm just like whoa god <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I had it
0: so much longer and so much more detailed, yeah. and I was like, I'm just, I'm not gonna, I can't. I know, go through I do it think, again. Yeah, I we were, read it. we were
1: kind of talking about it earlier, man. I just, I just fucking can't. Yeah, I, I mean, just can't like keep doing this true crime stuff. Like when, when you're on this side and you're like diving in and researching it so much, it's just, it's just,
0: I, it like consumes you because it you're reading, you, writing, editing, talking about it. Like, and then
1: it, you put, and then you get in the perspective of like the victims
0: and their families, and I just that's why I had such a hard time with this because I'm like, probably some of these people's family members are still alive. And in this area we live where he hunted. Yeah. It's, I just, it's hard to find that space where you still tell the story, not from just his yeah, side and then and just be respectful, but, but he wasn't respectful. He was a horrible person. Pr- yeah, you want know. people to know about how horrible he was. Like I, it's such a hard yeah, balance. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of over him for a little while, so I think yeah. we should take a break and just do some fun, easygoing ones after this. Yeah. Stop giving them their infamy. You know what I'm That's saying? That's the problem. That's why I wanted to make sure I said every victim's name, mm-hmm. so everyone knew, because it's not about him. It's about them. Mm-hmm. Granted, he was the person who...
1: Fuck him, dude. Fuck, yeah. Anyway, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, bitch. Not even going to say your name anymore. Yeah, burn Hail. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. Fuck you. Fuck you and yeah. And I hope... They did vile things to your corpse and God, drug it down the back of a truck or something. God, I hope so. They should have done that before they put it in the chair. Should have had but... a parade. Yeah, with his body
0: wow. <laughs> dragging behind. God damn. Whew, yeah. Well, no, I'm I don't sorry. really know what to say. <laughs> I know. I, you know. But you're welcome for everyone who wanted this for some reason. I, yeah. you know? But who again? With the I don't really laughing, have I'm any. Sorry. Yeah, I don't
1: really have any like clever one-liner to put at the end here there's not so
0: thanks for listening thanks for
1: listening and we hope to see you next wednesday Bye. bye